This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Well, today's Tuesday, and it's Pastor Michael here in the studio. And Pastor Tim. Pastor Tim Jim. And Pastor Tim, today we reverse roles, and oh. you get to answer the question. Actually, this week I have a couple questions for you. I like the ones on guns. <laughs> now, why do you give those to me? Because you like to kill things. Because <laughs> I have a few. Keyword uh, things, not people. Uh-huh. Although, we'll save the crazy story for uh, later. Yeah. All right, here's the question for today. If we encounter a person who has lost touch with Jesus, how do we discern whether to bring them back to Jesus or to leave them alone and love them where they are now? That is a loaded question. It is a very loaded question. And my brain automatically is like, hmm, what does it mean that they lost touch with Jesus? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, when I was reading through this question. It's like, okay, what what is the listener asking? And I think the key here is we got to dig a little deeper, and there's got to be some discernment. Is this person someone who has been a professing believer or a follower of Jesus in the past? Or is this someone who is a casual churchgoer? Because if the person has not been someone who's had a long history of following Jesus, I would deal with this person differently than someone who has had a history of following Jesus, been in church, been maybe even serving in church, mm-hmm. and now has, quote unquote, lost touch. And I would want to know, is lost touch meaning they're no longer as close to Jesus as they should be, or are they have they totally walked away? A lost touch communicates, to me at least, um, that they're not in a relationship. They're not talking. They're not connected to each other. So, like, maybe they used to go to church, and now they don't. They mm-hmm. don't really think about it a lot. And to me, it, it more communicates the relationship is over. Yeah. Like, they broke up. Yep. You know, or time and life brought them in different directions, and Jesus isn't really a part of this part of my life. Mm -hmm. If this person has not really had a long history of following Jesus or been in church, maybe they have said that, you know, I'm a Christian, quote unquote, but really haven't had uh, a deep walk with Jesus, and now they've lost touch with Jesus. I would really want to know what's happened that they've fallen away. Mm-hmm. I would want to know from the person asking this question, so why are you concerned? Have you really dealt with the person's salvation? Are mm-hmm. they truly a follower of Jesus who who has really trusted Jesus to forgive their sins? Or is this person been someone who has been a casual churchgoer yeah. um, and uh, now suddenly or over a period of time has stopped coming to church? So I would want to deal with the heart of the issue, which is salvation, Mm -hmm. rather than the appearance of no longer being in church or no longer following. Tell me if you agree with this. A genuine spirit-filled Christian doesn't lose touch with Jesus. Correct. So there are seasons when, you know, you're— you're struggling, and uh, maybe you stopped going to church for six months. You were really burned. Maybe you're just—maybe you just had a bad six months. But here's what I found with people who are genuinely believers— they're like continually reminded by God's spirit, sometimes through guilt or just mm-hmm. common reminders on a daily basis. Ah, oh, I should do that, you know? And and they're continually find themselves talking to God regularly. Yeah. Like even if on the outside they're hurt or they might be running away from something, like on the inside, they can't get away with it. The idea of a true Christian who's actually been forgiven, received the Holy Spirit, losing touch, ignoring Jesus for long periods of time, 
I don't know that I have a category for So I would say in this case, most likely what you're dealing with is a cultural Christian, not a mm -hmm. real Christian. Right. And I don't even mean that with judgment, like to say you're going to hell. I just mean like, no, these are kind of, they're just some things that true Christians don't do. They don't have right. the capacity to completely lose touch with Jesus. Right. They do have the capacity to walk away from church for a season, mm -hmm. to be bitter, yes. to be angry, to sin, to give themselves over to ridiculous things for, for a period. But even in the process, there's like this oppressive Holy Spirit that's like not right. letting you get away with it, you know? And that's the definition of a Christian. You know, Jesus talked about this to Nicodemus, that when you come to faith in Christ, you are born again. You are born into God's family. You now have a family relationship with Jesus and God as your heavenly father. And so to say that you've lost touch with your family, you know, I think that's theoretically possible, mm -hmm. but God is always seeking after us. His Holy Spirit is working in our conscience and he's working internally in the true believer's heart and, and mind to continually desire that relationship yep. with that person. And one of the things that is very important for us all to understand is the Christian life is always a relational life. One of the things that we sometimes hear in our culture is, well, I can be a Christian. I can love Jesus and not go to church. The Bible says, no, 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 absolutely not. If you, First John even talks about this, you cannot say that you love God and hate your brother, hate your fellow Christian. You, you, you cannot do this. And this is not a, uh, a, you know, in the Bible, there's no category. There's, there's no possibility for, hey, I'm going to be a Christian and I'm going to be on my own and I don't need the church and, and I, don't, I don't want to uh, fellowship or be friends with the church. And typically, there is a deeper story or there is, there is another story that goes along with that, which is, well, I've been in church. I was, I was connected with church and then someone in the church hurt me or I've had some disappointment or I've, I've had an expectation that the church should be like fill in the blank. And then that, that expectation wasn't met. So I think a honest and um, revealing conversation with this person that is being asked about, you know, a person that has, quote unquote, lost touch with Jesus, is just sit down and say, okay, what's happened? Why are you no longer connected with Jesus? Or why does it appear that you're taking a step away from Jesus rather than taking a step toward Jesus and his church? If the conversation happens, it's going to go right or left. It's going to go like, yeah, let's talk about it. Or, or, and this is where you can judge, you, you can discern, sorry, someone's heart mm -hmm. is that if they're like, you know, do this really none of your business. I'm not interested in talking about it. It's probable that it's probable that you, you're probably dealing with somebody who's not actually a Christian. Right. And here's the point. If your brain is, is even wondering like whether or not they are genuinely a Christian or not, you just got to slow down the judgment train a bit. You know Absolutely. I mean? Because no amount of rebuke, no amount of whatever is going to like save this person or get them to turn around. On the other hand, if you're dealing with somebody who's a, you're really like, you know, I really believe you're a true believer. And that might require a little bit more like pressing, you yes. know, confrontation, mm -hmm. especially if there's like a measurable sin in their life, then you, you confront their sin and you bring somebody else in to confront them, you know, but right. that's where you got to pray a lot, get some counsel. And, and be discerning in the yeah. situation. I mean, does, does this person need some encouragement or do they need correct some correction? If you take somebody who's beat down and you rebuke them, yeah. well, that's probably not going to be a great help drive them further away. If you take somebody who's rebellious and you're just like, oh man, it's going to be okay. Well, they don't need that either. No, they, they need, need to, to rebuke. You know? So you need to have discernment. 
and you really needed to take your time. Um, but I can tell you most people don't want to be badgered. Right. Badgering doesn't really. No one is one with an argument. Mm -hmm. And if this person is truly walking away or losing touch with Jesus, getting in their face and yelling at them is not going to be the answer. Yep. The way to connect with this person is to have a loving conversation and say, okay, what's going on? Yep. This is what it appears to me. It seems like this is what's happening in your life. It seems like you're stepping back from Jesus. What's going on? How can I help you? Help me help you. Yep. And that's what we're called to do as followers of Christ and as part of his church. Awesome. Well, let's come back tomorrow. Question is, what is the biblical stance on how a Christian should treat refugees? Mm. I am excited about this. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow.